0: Our last episode was pretty jam-packed, and we ended with the information started to look like you could actually get Italian citizenship through your mother's side, and because it looked good, and because we're getting good information from IDC, which was the group that was filing paperwork for us and helping us get this dual citizenship rolling, we ended up deciding to pay for that service, and that was in February of this year, 2022, which... Was a big leap for me. That made me feel so good. And then when we started talking about what we're gonna talk about in this episode, which is actually trying to figure out where we wanna live in Italy, turns out January 1st, you just decided we're gonna spend our New Year's Day doing what?
1: Planning. As I've mentioned in the past, I really enjoy kind of preparing for the year ahead. And I don't think I did a dynamite job this year, but. It was very important to me to not just talk about this plan we had and to actually be taking steps to have it all come
0: to pass. Welcome back to Finding Gina Marie, our video podcast about discovering family and our journey to relocate to Europe. This is episode 12. If you missed any of our other episodes, you can go to FindingGinaMarie.com. We have links on there and also descriptions and Just plenty of good stuff for you to look at. I'm
1: Judy. And I'm Kevin. Before we get started today, I know that Kevin is overjoyed to have me share this story, but we had a PSA a couple of weeks ago about uh, making sure that you take good care of your skin and protect it from the sun and wear sunscreen and then also just get anything suspicious checked out. We
0: did that because you had this bandage on your face and we wanted to explain it.
1: Yes, correct. I jetted off earlier this week for a quick trip to see my mother who was recovering from back surgery and had a wonderful time taking care of her and just visiting. And when I came back, Kevin had an interesting story to share with me.
0: Was it interesting?
1: (laughs) I thought it was interesting. What was
0: interesting was that she didn't even notice this happened. So I was doing my normal grooming. I shaved my face, you know, and then I said, you know, I need to trim my eyebrows. And I have this trimmer that has a plastic guard on it so you can set the height. And I usually set it for six and a half and it works great. But because I had used my other shaver that has a plastic cover over the blade and you just take it off and you shave. And then I had a senior moment that said, well, this is another shaver where I take the plastic off, check the setting. It's at six and a half. And then I started trimming my eyebrows. And this eyebrow went, I said, well, that's a lot. I They were really getting long. There's a lot in the sink there. And then I did this one a little bit. I'm like, wait, no, there's no guard on it.
1: If you've ever seen the episode of Friends where Joey... Has his eyebrows removed. It's like a baby caterpillar chasing its mama. Well, this the, the, is the, the real life version of they're that.
0: They're fancy plucked where mine are just gone. I just shaved. So, yeah, that that's uh, if you see it on camera, let us know in the comments that uh, you see the missing eyebrows. Otherwise, <laughs> you can just mock her out for pulling this PSA.
1: <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> oh, God. Sure. (laughs) This is love.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Love. So we had discussed about how in 2019, when we were in Italy, I said, I wouldn't mind living here. This would be a place I could see myself living. And I think 2021, there was enough stuff going on at the end of the year that we decided we're going to spend January 1st, New Year's Day, figuring out how... Uh, we could live in Italy, where we would go, what we could do. And we just spent the whole day doing that. And by 6 p.m. that day, you had booked flights to Bologna. And I don't think we had a lot of other things planned. I think we had a rough sketch of what cities we were going to, but we really didn't flesh much out. It was one of those moments of we need to get something going. We can't wait around. We can't think about this any longer. It's a brand new year. Let's just start moving forward. At
1: that point, we didn't even really know where we wanted to, to look. But I felt like we'll, we'll figure that out. We looked at prices about what would maybe be an affordable place to have our, as our arrival slot. And then we figured we would plan from there. We already knew that we wanted to be in Northern Italy versus Southern Italy. But I felt like we'll have time to sort all that out. But let's go ahead and at least put a marker down about a date and a time that we can actually begin the journey of finding out where we might consider living.
0: I think the idea that we wanted to move forward with something had been because years of talking about moving to Europe was building up. And now that we visited Italy and had been there and decided, you know, we really like parts of Italy. We love parts of Italy. And then we really hadn't set down any criteria for why we would move anywhere.
1: I think that when we were looking at London, for as much as we love London, we don't like the cold weather. So it was this idea of something we would really, really love to do. But that was a little bit of a drawback. And I don't think timing was right either. And ditto for Paris. In my mind, moving was something that was Going to happen, but it took until you actually said, "Oh, Italy sounds like a viable option." That I felt like I could really like hold on to that pretty tightly and yeah. maybe drag you along <laughs> because it had enough going for it as a, as a country that all the stars could align.
0: Right. The problems we had with London were amplified by Brexit, and we really kind of wanted to be in the EU. We wanted to be able to travel. To other countries. That was one of our big things about moving to Europe. We love traveling in Europe, but if you can't travel between borders easily because you actually have a citizenship in London in UK, well, that kind of blew it for us. It took it, it took it a little bit out of the running right away, even before we started talking about, well, yeah, the weather is pretty tough. And then we started looking at Paris saying, you know, the weather in Paris is exactly the same as London. They don't really have different weather. Well, that sucks.
1: <laughs> Ironically, the thing that really strikes me in looking back at all that time of evaluating which potential city we would want to live in, we'd never actually thought about the hard logistics of how and that in the same way that that the U.S. is not necessarily friendly to immigrants, other countries don't just let people from other countries live and work there. And we'd never really thought about what the visa constraints might be or anything else. We just thought we wanted it to happen. And I kind of think that that's all right. Where there's a will, there's a way, and you'll figure it out. But I do think, looking back, about how absolutely naive we
0: were. Well, I think it's naivete, and it's also pushing things off until you really have to think about them. The concept of moving to Europe is romantic and lovely. And you start thinking about where could you go. But if you start getting worked up about what's the visa number on this and what's the type of uh, immigration and what's the, you know, that kind of blows all the fun out the window. So I don't think we were being so naive as we were being uh, putting blinders on. So we didn't have to look at this stuff. We could figure out where we wanted to live. What started making Italy more attractive, besides the fact that you actually might get a citizenship there, was the price. You know, compared to where we live now in San Francisco, London is cheaper, but not a ton cheaper. Paris is cheaper, but not a ton cheaper. We started looking at other places going, well, if we move, are we retiring or are we relocating to with our jobs or what are we actually doing with this? Is this a move forever or is this a move to find out if we like a place? You know, we started actually having those discussions and I think Italy came up pretty high on the list because, well, the weather was definitely better and it would cost about a third of what we pay in San Francisco to live in Northern Italy, Southern Italy, even cheaper than Northern Italy.
1: I think we've both felt that, For as much as we love San Francisco, it's not the most practical place to retire to because we live in an incredible apartment that's not inexpensive. And is that necessarily what we want to continue to pay into our retirement? In fact, I'd come across a YouTube video about retiring and they had talked about. Most, one of the most important things for people to consider is health. Instead, what people focus on is whether they have money to last through their retirement. But if you have all of these grand plans on what you want to accomplish in retirement, bear in mind that your health may not cooperate even more so than your financial situation. You know, you can tighten your belts at some point if you need to, you can supplement your income, but if you lose your health, Pretty much a lot of your travel plans are out the window. And I feel like we both are in agreement that as we continue to age, we want to continue to travel.
0: That's why we started traveling early, because we didn't want to wait until we retired to travel to Europe and travel the world. So we started doing it when we were still young enough to do it. And this idea of moving while we're still young enough to do it seemed just perfect. It seemed just like the next stage of where we wanted to go.
1: I feel that once we made the decision that we weren't going to retire here, it caused me to take a step back and say that if we're not going to retire here, then why are we continuing to pay this high cost of
0: living? I think moving soon was the trigger that said, well, what if we could save more money earlier? (laughs) What if we don't have to spend San Francisco prices to live?
1: And be on a cool adventure.
0: Yeah, it it would be a cool adventure. And I was willing to change whatever we need to change. But I think there were some things that we liked about San Francisco that influenced our thoughts about where we would move. Same with London and Paris and the other cities we've been to. Every one of those places we we visited, we picked up a little bit of, ooh, we'd like that. And, oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. And, yeah, we want to be near something like that because we have to live somewhere every day. We want to be like we are right now, where this afternoon I decided it's a nice sunny day in San Francisco. I'm just going to go out for a walk, and I walk down by the water. I looked at the pretty scenery, the fog rolling over the bridge. I just want to be able to walk out of wherever we live and enjoy where we live. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be uh, elaborate. It just has to be home for us.
1: And there doesn't have to be fog.
0: <laughs> it doesn't have to be fog. Fog is not one of the things we want to take with us. But the fog does keep the temperatures a little bit down here. It's like a little air conditioning system that turns on and cools us off, even when the temperatures go up a little bit.
1: One of the other things that I think was a pivot point for us was here we are living in this fabulous city, but we've been stuck in our apartment for the last two years, thanks covid and so we really haven't been leveraging all of the things that San Francisco has to offer. It's been harder for us to just get out and do some of the things we did on autopilot previously. You know, we automatically went and saw plays. And there were, there's a lot of culture and activities that San Francisco has. But we've not really been capitalizing on that. So why pay to live in an expensive city if you're going to be in your apartment the entire time. And I know we need to work on that and be better about it. And I'm actually feeling like if our days here are numbered, I want to get out more and experience the city.
0: I mean, COVID did stop us from going out for the first year and a half. And then after that, a lot of our favorite restaurants weren't there. And the plays, I don't know, I wasn't overly excited about getting out in... Too many crowded areas. It's not been just because we are hibernating. It's been forced hibernation. It did add the ability for remote work. (laughs) We've both been working remotely from this apartment without a problem. And it's been very comfortable. So we said right there, maybe we continue to work. We don't have to retire, retire. But we can change what we're doing right now. Massage it into a form where we could be working remotely in a European city, just enjoying our environment when we're not working.
1: Right. There's been a lot of our friends and colleagues who when you can work anywhere have been doing that. Yeah.
0: They've moved into more rural areas or they've moved into ski lodge areas and <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii. I have a
1: friend who is in Chile.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend that's moving to Hawaii too. It's like okay. If you can still keep your job, but I'm game for anything. I mean, I I am at this point, I told Judy that I don't care what we have to change to make this happen. No matter how much downsizing we have to do, no matter how much stuff we have to get rid of, I'm up for it again. Because this lifestyle that we're looking for, this European enjoying where we are and not enjoying the stuff we have is where I want to be, and that's where I want to push us.
1: Yeah, and I'm in full agreement. I'm eager to get on this adventure.
0: So do you want to go over the criteria we came up with for the perfect city? Sure,
1: and I feel like some of it was stuff we knew right away, and other things, as we were exploring cities, we realized, okay, we need to put certain things on our criteria list that maybe we didn't think about originally.
0: No spoilers for next episode, though. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: One of my primary criteria is that it needs to be a walkable city. I love the fact that in San Francisco, you can go anywhere. You don't have to worry about parking. You don't have to worry about car payments and getting into accidents or just the upkeep of a vehicle or any kind of logistics. Insurance and everything
0: else. Yeah. Parking. None of that stuff. We've done without a car for the past eight years. And I haven't missed it.
1: That's that's a really long time. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. I mean, occasionally we will rent a car for things that we need, yeah. but you can do that anywhere.
0: That's a that's a day. You know, a zip car for two hours or a zip car for a day. That's easy to do, and we don't have the responsibility of it. They pay for gas. <laughs> you don't have to do anything with those cars except take them back to the parking spot. So definitely walkable city, bikeable city. When we got our e-bikes in San Francisco, that opened up further distances. So we had Metro in San Francisco. Muni and BART and other services, and then we had walking, and we had once in a while lift. Adding a bike to it suddenly made just going across the Golden Gate Bridge or going into Oakland, something like that, more possible, because we weren't going to walk those distances. That takes too many, it's too much time. It's not so much the effort, it's just the time.
1: And I do really like the idea of being able to run errands with a, with a bike and, and just even have it be a hobby and just a fun activity. Yep,
0: I agree. And we've done a lot of bike tours in Europe. And those have been fun because we cover a lot of distance and see a lot of things. I want to, I want to bike as much as possible.
1: So number three.
0: So our third criteria, big one, is high-speed trains. When we've gone to the UK and we're in London and we want to go visit Edinburgh or we want to go into other places in Scotland... We've used trains. In fact, one time we went from London to Paris through the tunnel. Like, wow, that was amazing. It was a fun train ride. And trains are great because you're not getting to the airport early. You're not taking fluids out. You're not taking your shoes off. There's no issues with big security. You go to the train, you walk up to your platform, you get on, and you travel. So the cities that we've gone to that we love the most were the ones that were well-connected to other cities.
1: And that's actually one of the reasons that we discounted Edinburgh. It only had regional trains.
0: It had regional trains, and that's why we got stuck in the Highlands that we talked about in the last trip, because to get back from the northern part of the Highlands back down to Edinburgh would require five or six hours of train ride, which if we were casually just looking around the countryside, that would be okay. But if it was a high-speed train, if we had that option, it might have taken an hour, like the plane flight. So in the cities we visited in Italy last time, we had quick train rides from city to city, like 30 minutes or an hour, and they were coming every 15 minutes. So we didn't worry about missing a train. We didn't worry about not getting to someplace quick enough. We never thought about taking a flight to any of the Italian cities. And that really raised the bar for me. It's like, look at this place. It's so well-connected. And that also was one of our criteria too. Which city has all the connections to other cities? And can we use that city with its high-speed trains to get into other parts of Europe?
1: Well, I think that that kind of tied into us wanting to be in Northern Italy versus Southern Italy. Right. Because Southern Italy is harder to get to other European countries. Yeah,
0: there's high-speed trains all through Italy, but that means that we have to take another hour or two hours to get near the rest of Europe and it just changed the picture a little bit. I mean, maybe someday we will be in Southern Italy. I don't know. We haven't closed any doors. This is this is just what we're thinking of as our first step.
1: So I'm going to take number four. We wanted to be somewhere where it's a cultural city, where it's going to have the arts and architecture
0: and history, history, something that we can think about as we just stroll through the streets that this stuff has been here for hundreds of years, thousands of years, and we walked through Rome, there was layers of history. I just, it feels good to me.
1: I want to wake up, walk outside or look out my window and feel like I need to pinch myself because it's so beautiful. Because honestly, San Francisco, I wake up every morning and get to look at the bay bridge or the Golden Gate Bridge, and it's amazing. It's just like very restorative and beautiful, and and I I love that. Life is too short to not wake up every morning and yeah. just be in love with where you the city you live in.
0: Yeah. So the criteria was not so much a palatial spot to live. We weren't so concerned about the size of the apartment where the apartment was located in a city that we could just enjoy.
1: And I do want to say that that's one of the key things. We're still not looking to buy a home anywhere. Oh, right. yeah. So we're not looking for, you know, the 1 euro I renovate a ruin. Uh, I feel I feel like it's really important for us to be able to explore and not to be tied down. We don't know if this is going to be for the rest of our lives no. or for a season of our lives. And we want to have the flexibility to be able to
0: pivot. Yeah, keep and- all the doors open, options available. Yeah, exactly.
1: So then five, obviously, is we want to live in a city center that has a good availability of apartments to rent.
0: We don't want to move to a city that we can't get a place. I mean, that was stressful enough in 2014 trying to get an apartment here. So we actually want to move someplace where we have a couple options for where we want to live.
1: And I do think that we it's important to us to be in the center of a city and not at least at this point, somewhere rural where, again, you'd need a vehicle. We want someplace that's a little bit more compact that is walkable.
0: Yeah, because we spent 50 years of our lives in the suburbs and we decided when we moved here that this was ideal for us. No car, walkability, a lot to do within a walking distance or or a small ride. Yeah, we want to keep that same kind of thing when we're in Europe. Number six? Is being near water. As you said looking at the bridge that is just gorgeous when we've been in London have a river through London a river through Paris we've had oceans near other cities we've been to Sydney you're right on the ocean there it was beautiful water to me relaxes me if yeah, i can well. yeah if i can walk along water it just feels calming and i just want that i don't want to be stuck where we have to drive to get to a beach or to any kind of water at all i like that close-by water concept. I don't care if it's a lake, if it's a river, if it's the ocean, some kind of water fixture.
1: I think we also came to the realization that a lot of cities that have water also are maybe built around the water. So...
0: Yeah. Yeah, if there's a river running through a city, you're definitely going to see a lot of activities. You're going to have bridges. We've seen some of the coolest bridges. All that kind of architecture that goes with having a river and the lifestyle. You know, the people that have grown... The city up around a river. It's because that's where life is. And we want to be where activity and life is.
1: So, number seven, I think, is a little bit more boring, but it's really super
0: practical. Oh, with this high speed internet?
1: <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. both of us having internet focused jobs or a YouTube channel. Yeah.
0: There's no way I could live in a city that didn't at least have some sort of speedy uploads for our videos. We're going to record these videos and then we're going to be in the city where. I can't upload them. It's. I mean, we don't want to have a lot of technology in our lives going forward. It's not the core focus. I don't need a smart home. But what I want is to be able to connect and do things and share the images and videos and experiences we're having online.
1: I'm not expecting us to just retire and just be reading books. And I don't know. I don't don't know what people's expectations are about retirement, but I expect for us that we'll continually be working and we'll be curious and want to still experience a a reasonably fast paced life. I think we're looking to have more work life balance, but at the same time,
0: I want to do more stuff like this. I want to do more creative work. I don't want to do, the work that pays the bills necessarily only. I want to do work that fills my heart and my soul and, and makes me feel like I'm creating. So this kind of stuff is what I'd love to do. I have no desire to sit back on a beach and do nothing. I have no desire to sit around and drink Mai Tais and do nothing. That's that's not retirement for me. That's death to me.
1: Well, sure, you'd crisp up like bacon.
0: Yeah, not very, to say
1: the bacon isn't one of the best things on the planet. It would be
0: very light <laughs> bacon and it wouldn't be pretty.
1: So number eight.
0: We want to have a city that's well taken care of, that's well maintained, that's beautiful, clean, someplace that, you know, San Francisco has very beautiful sections and not so beautiful sections. And it's a hit or miss. We don't expect every city to be perfect. That's certainly not the way a city works. But we do want a city that has been looking out for its infrastructure, that's growing It's services for people. So
1: at this point, we feel like Italy is really where we want to put our focus. One of our final criteria is that we want to have a city that really still does feel Italian. We want to experience the culture.
0: So on one of our trips to Italy, we went to Milan, which we really liked, but it didn't feel quite as authentic as some of the other cities. We're in Florence, we're in Rome. When we're deep in these cities that have been there and untouched by other parts of Europe, it felt like true Italy. I think that touched our hearts and, and made us feel like, well, this is kind of what we want. If we're going to go to a country. We want to experience the country. We don't want to be expats. We don't want to just casually experience some of the culture. We want to be part of the city. Be part we want of the country. to be
1: immersed in, in the culture and immersed. speak yeah. a language. We want to be able to have it feel like it's authentically... Living in Italy. So now that we've shared with you the criteria of what we're looking for in our next place to live, we alluded in the beginning of this video that we had actually booked a trip and we've taken a trip and we've explored six cities over the course of 12 days. And we're curious if you can guess the cities that we are planning to explore.
0: You can hit us up in the comments on YouTube, let us know what your guesses are. You can also hit us up on Twitter and our Twitter information is on FindingGenaMarie.com Feel free to go there or you can even email us. We've got All kinds of ways you can get a hold of us on that website.
1: And we have explored six cities, but you may have other ideas that we haven't considered. So let us know what your cities are, why you think we should explore them, and anything off the beaten path that we might not have considered. If there's criteria that you think, oh my gosh, how are you not considering that? Please let us know.
0: In the next episode, that's what we're going to talk about. The trip we did take, the cities we did visit, and there'll be some good B-roll there too to show all the cool stuff we did And saw in that trip.
1: If you're enjoying our videos, please consider subscribing if you haven't already done so. Give us a like on YouTube, which really helps with our channel. And equally important, please share us with your friends, your family, anybody you know who might enjoy traveling. We're really trying to grow our community.
0: Exactly. And go to FindingGinaMarie.com for any contact information. Feel free to send your friends and family there and also to YouTube or there's podcasts on FindingGinaMarie.com. So however you like to Listen to us or watch us. We appreciate you being around.
1: Until next time.
0: Until next time.
1: That's not getting. No, oh, it's that not. Is. It is not. <laughs> I'll cut you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's going. No, <laughs> it's not. That's coming. <laughs> no. that's, that's evidence. <laughs> no. That's saved for later.
1: I'll cut you right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> That is going in, isn't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the take now. Yep. <laughs> okay. You together now? I
1: think not nah, really, but go. Okay. <laughs>